welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 30-minute flow class. When you're ready, come on down to your mat and we'll get started. Excellent. Thank you all so much for being here. Looks like a good day for a strong flow, get some stuff worked out, get some some peaceful situations going on inside our bodies. We will uh, start in down dog. And if you prefer to start some way else, totally fine. Child's pose is uh, is always the new down dog. So we're going to work into a strong flow today. That doesn't mean it needs to be excessively difficult. Just a steady, even, balanced amount of work in your body that gets you where you want to go. Start to the ground. Press your hands down and forward through your thumb and first finger knuckle. Send your hip creases up and back from there. Bend your knees just uh, just a tad. Even if you think you don't need to bend your knees, do it to engage with the the leg muscles and with the uh, kind of spring-loading effect here. So as you bend your knees, you have more room to press your hips up and back and get the idea that you, you just might jump forward. Like you're, you're getting ready to leapfrog. We are all spring-loaded. We just got to learn how to how to use ourselves. Not, not use ourselves, but you get it. Press your hands down. Bend your knees just a little more than you are right now. However much you are right now, more. And hips higher up and back. Good. Look forward to your hands. Walk forward into ragdoll. You take the feet wide apart and arms how you like them. Press your feet down and out. As you do, feel the outer leg muscles engage. And then focusing in on your inner ankle, pull that up. If you uh, you want to take your gaze to your inner ankles just to kind of get familiar. It's not a place we think about most days. Uh, Pull that up and back. That lifts the inner arch of the foot least the musculature there. And as you lift the inner ankle bone, you feel inner legs up through pelvic floor and lower abdominals. Draw your abdominals in. And then for this whole picture of feet pressing down and out, inner ankle bone lifting up, the pelvic floor, the lower abdominals drawing in. Then in the upper body, it is softened, the whole upper body, the shoulders, the neck, face, that busy muscle between the ears. We'll release hands to mat, walk feet together. And you press into your feet, and they can be touching, they don't need to be. You're going to pull the inner ankle again, up and a little back. And as you press your feet down and work with the ankles lifting up, we're going to rise to standing mountain pose. Arms up overhead. Pause for a moment. So mountain pose, hastasana, and the arms reach. And press down through the ball of your baby toe. The ball of the foot where the baby toe connects. And then up through your pinky fingertip. And connect that. Like, it's like connect the dots up your body, right? From the ball of the big t- ball of baby toe, the outer ankle bone, the side body, the waist, the ribs, the underarms, out through pinky fingertip. 
an imprint of that. Each time we get to this pose, find that line. When we exhale, you can bow forward, press into the ball of your big toe, send your hips back, balls of the feet, press the mat as you release down over your legs. And breathe in, lift halfway. As you draw your heart forward, draw your inner ankle bones back. And then press the feet down to the ball of the big toe as you fold in. Press your feet down. Inhale, rise up to standing mountain pose. Hastasana, arms overhead. And feel the ball of the baby toe to pinky fingertip. And then exhale, fold. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Press the feet down. Pull the inner ankle back, heart forward. And bow forward, breathe out. Breathe in, reach up. My dear, the ball, the baby toe. Pinky fingertip, light up. And then exhale, we'll fold. Press into the front of the feet. Feel inner ankles lift. Navel center lifts up and in. And then as you press your feet down, slightly back, draw your heart forward. Front of the body draws up, the abdominals dome up. And then bow one more time. As an end of the exhale, you're going to sit your hips back. Lift the chest up, Ukatasana. Again, bald baby toe, pinky fingertip connect. And bow forward. Let your head get heavy. Then on an inhale, you're going to lift halfway, flat back, then toe heel your feet apart. So they just move one time out to hip distance. Right foot back, land lightly on the ball of the foot in a low lunge. Pause and neaten up whatever you got going on. We're going to press into the front foot to straighten the front leg and pull into the front heel to bend. Light in your hands. The work is being done by your legs. If things get kind of routine here, if you space out, right, check in with your hands. Make them light again. Good chance when we start going through the motions that the arms start taking on more of the work than they're supposed to. If you are, are feeling a little tired, a little fatigued today, definitely let your arms help you out. They can, they can be there for support. endeavoring to work hard in the legs to, to get some action there. Keep the weight out of the hands. With an exhale, we're going to bring the back knee down to the mat. And then inhale, reach arms up overhead. Exhale, hands to your mat. You can step back to down dog or child's pose. You can step back to low push-up. <laughs> Breathe in and breathe out, we'll all meet up in down dog, emptying the breath out, feeling two sides of your body, look forward, walk, or lightly hop to your hands. Press your feet down, draw your heart forward, draw inner ankles back, bow forward, breathe out. Drop the hips back, Ukatasana, ball the baby toe down on the floor, reach through the pinky fingertip. Exhale, fold forward. 
breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, walk your feet hip distance, then left leg back, pause to know where everything is, you have four on the floor, what are they doing, and then press into the front foot to straighten the front leg, pull into the front heel to create a lunge. So you're creating a pyramid pose with the inhale, and you're creating a lunge with the exhale. And each one, we're, we're looking to polish, we're looking for it to be a little smoother, maybe a little more range of motion, maybe just a little more focused than the last. We're, we're practicing to get better. better is defined by you. To get there, we'll all do the same thing. We'll create awareness of what we're doing and how we're doing it. Check in with your hands if they've gone heavy. Maybe you need them for support, use them. They're either down and working or you're intentionally keeping them light. The next round, we'll bring the back knee down to the mat. We're trying to keep the back knee light here too. So you press into the back foot, you press in the front foot. And as you reach up, you feel your feet on the mat more than you feel that knee down there. With an exhale, hands to the mat, your choice down dog, child's pose, or chaturanga, up dog, and down dog. A breath in. As you breathe out, press your hands down and forward. Bend the knees again like you're loading that spring. Send your hips back. Get that feeling that you just might jump forward. And then maybe you do. Top of the mat. Here we go. Breathe in. Lift halfway. And breathe out. Fold forward. Cool. Sit the hips back. Ukkatasana. Dig your heels in. Press the ball of the baby toe down. Feel the pinky fingertip reaching. Fold with your exhale. Breathe all the way out. And then breathe in. Lift halfway. We're going to again walk the feet hip distance apart. Step your right foot back. Bring it flat. Turn it out to the side. Uh, but a 45 degree angle. Reach up warrior one. At this point, you may feel like walking your left foot even more to the left. A wider stance. Pull into your front foot, pull your abdominals in so that your shoulders stack over your hips. Right. Hold that, the front body drawn up and in. Take a little back bend, lift the chest, go back. Right. And so that back bend is happening in your upper back and not across the low back. And then we're against imagined resistance. Press back to upright. So once you've got that abdominal core pulling in, we haven't uh, lost the abdominals forward over the front rim of the pelvis. They're coming in toward the sacrum. Pull into your front heel, sit deeper. Back foot presses down. And again, we're going to go for the little back bend, the sternum lifting up. 
as if there were resistance against the, uh, the upper body. You're pulling with your abdominals back to center up. Feel that. Pull into the front heel, sit lower. And then one more time, squeeze your back leg and lift up. Back for the back bend. Keep the sensation of the abdominals lifting you up out of your hip. Then with an exhale, hands to your mat. Step back to down dog, child's pose, or low push-up. Up dog. And down dog. Just pause here. Feel your body. One of the one of the places where the energy uh, kind of leaks in Warrior One is when the abdominals uh, just let go and allow the t- pelvis to tip forward. That can feel like we're doing a back bend. Uh, what we're generally doing there is overextending the lumbar spine. So working these little like press up against resistance is to get us back to the strong core body and allow the back bend to work in the thoracic. Look forward, walk, lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold forward. Sit the hips back, dig the heels in, the chest up. Push the pinky fingertip, ball, baby toes down to the floor. Bow with an exhale. Breathe in, lift halfway. You're going to walk your feet hip distance apart. And then the left, it's going to step back. Look at it as it steps back. It's on uh, in a hip distance with the feet or maybe wider. That foot's down at a diagonal. Squeeze the back leg straight as you come up. And then hands to hip points. And then slide them in so you feel your lower abdominals. Draw your front heel into the mat. That's going to slide the front knee forward a bit. And then pull the abdominals back and in, away from that. The knees moving forward, the abdominals moving back. Pause here, and if you want to see that tip of the pelvis, it's really a, a common way to, to end up like this, where you can see the abdominals are just spilled out over front, and my tailbone's pointing back for the back heel. Instead, I'm going to pull the abdominals in, tailbone's going to point down, and then my low back is long. And if you want to try it yourself, let the abdominals go. There's, there's a tip here. There, there's a bend here, and that can feel like, oh, I'm back bending, and then we just go back from there, and uh, we're just utilizing the low back too much, too much sensation there. Distribute things by taking the arms up, drawing the abdominals in, keeping level here, so that the body is uniformly aligned up to the spine. Then heart up, low back stays in its positioning. And then again, imagine resistance, press back up to shoulders over hips. Then inhale, let the thing go back into that spreading across the chest. Then pull back into center. Two more, squeeze your back leg tight. Pull into your front heel as you go. Pull in. I think there's a machine at the gym that, that does this exact thing. Where you kind of pull yourself upright. And then on an exhale, hands to your mat. Step back, down dog, or low push-up. Up dog. And down dog. Pause here for breath. And let it go. 
the poses are stronger when the the work is well distributed through the entire body and it's one of the things we're looking for uh, to, to feel physically but also to feel you know, emotionally and mentally well balanced on an inhale squeeze your right leg tightly take it up behind you let that squeeze the leg help float it up when you exhale you're gonna step up between your hands and come up to warrior two and then something we work a lot in warrior two but that's because it's it's valid to work it a lot hands at your hips and feel the uh, the tilt of your pelvis if there is one right take your warrior two a little longer than you might normally right and if you're already at the like degree 11 of your pose totally fine if you're not sure go out find find what 11 is feels like then uh, you can move back from there if you want then usually the hips are tilted not like super sassy but but kind of sassy in this pose pull into your front heel and level your hips drawing the abdominals in and so again the pelvis isn't tipping forward and it's not tipping to the right then go ahead and straighten the front leg and, and tip as if we're going toward triangle feel the, the tip of the pelvis here and as we're going to triangle because we've straightened the leg both sides of the low back can be long right? but then bending back into the front knee for warrior two right? pull into the front heel to align the pelvis so you feel that both sides of your low back are long here if we let the left hip float up and you can do it to to see what's going on right? we we lose work in the front leg we also shorten the left side of the low back pull into the front heel lengthen the left side of the low back that's the uh, the hip hiker muscle there the ql right that it tends to tends to get uh, it tends to get angry uh, at us we're lengthening it here and we want to be lengthening it here on the left side bring the hands to your waistline and then as if you had like a uh, a draw cord line you're pulling in the waistband tightens you're lifting your chest up we'll take the arms up overhead so it's warrior two with warrior one arms and then as if maybe like holding on to a monkey bar here let your hips drop down so you're, you're sitting into the pose elongating your side body feeling that stretch as if you're tractioning out from holding on to something up there whatever you want to hold on to. i think of a monkey bar you can think of what you want elongating the hips dropping down the pinky fingertips reaching up space in the side bodies and then when we exhale we're going to cartwheel the hands down toward the front of the mat take your time spin the back heel up pause you're in a low lunge if you got further than that come back slow your roll because we're in a low lunge back knee down right hand to right thigh you're going to press your right foot down to the floor feel the thigh move up into the hand then the hand into the thigh and look over your right shoulder in a twist and breathe here and breathe out press into your foot lift your chest up come light in the standing wrist and shoulder and then unwind right hand down and step back to child's pose or all the way to the mat Peeling up for cobra, squeeze your legs, hug your elbows in, pull them back, and then release down slow. Press into your hands, pull your abdominals in, and we'll press back to down dog. Have a breath here, and a long, slow breath out.
bring your feet together. Squeeze your left leg. Press your hands down. And let those actions, left leg up, three-legged dog, feel your abdominals pull in so that there's no break at your low back. Uh, break of energy, but definitely don't break anything else either. Bend your knee and step up between the hands. Come up and around warrior two. And again, hands to hips. And just feel where yours are. Just don't change anything. Just observe. Usually we step into it. It's just a little forward. It's just the way the body's positioned. That's normal. Right? That's usual. Check your feet. See if you could go a little further in the pose. Right? Don't have to, but if you could, you could. Then we're going to straighten the front knee and let the hips tip toward triangle. So not a bad action for the hips to do, a good action for the hips to do. Lengthen both sides of the body. Do that here because of the alignment of the legs and the alignment of the torso is going forward. Right? So everything's working together in this. Bring it back to center. Pull into your front heel. Right? Press into your back foot. And here, if everything's working in the legs, your right hip drops to the level that it needs to. Probably won't be perfect, but um, I'm going to tell you a little secret. Ain't none of us perfect. But it's close. It's getting to level. Right? And you'll probably feel this as a back inner thigh stretch, but also feel it as you can take your hands to your low back and, and feel the length of both sides of your low back. Abdominals in. You feel that uh, like waistband uh, cinching in, lifting up of your chest. And if you want... Let, let the front foot stop working, right, so that there's, that then becomes more weight in the front hip joint. Things get uh, not so evenly distributed. And pull into it again and feel what happens in your low back. Things start to even out. We'll take the arms up overhead again. And just like you're tractioning out your side body. Press down into your feet. And the ball of the baby toe again. Reach up to the pinky fingertip. Good. Good. Yeah, and the shoulders away from the neck because you just don't need that. You're dropping everything down off that monkey bar. Good. Or whatever you're hanging from. Swinging from the trees, whatever you want to be. Press your feet down. Lift your heart up. Drop the hips low. Breath in. When we exhale, look to your front foot. Cartwheel the hands down. Just take your time. Be specific and methodical. Back knee down. Walk the left foot to the left. And then left hand to the left thigh, and press the foot into the mat, feel the thigh lift up when you do that, thigh lifts into the hand, hand presses into the thigh, that rotates you. So as we're, as we're working and we're practicing to, to get better, right, however you define better, it, it's not about getting our body to the pose and in the shape, but how we get there what actions you're taking, how clear you are about those actions. And we'll all, we'll all have setbacks, we'll all have days where we're not clear at all. One way to get there, to get back to it, what's going on at the floor. Right? Ground and rebound from there. Get a breath. Slowly unwind this, hand to the mat, step back to child's pose or all the way to the floor. Arms by your sides and peel up for locust, any variation you like. Keep the abdominals light on the mat, heart forward. 
and then exhale, release down. Hands underneath your elbows and press up to down dog, back to child's pose, whichever you prefer. Get a breath in. As you breathe out, press your hands down and forward, press your feet down and out. Look forward through the hands, walk or hop to seated. So right leg in front of or on top of the left. If your right leg can, can get itself on top of the left, do that. If, uh, if that's not gonna happen by the leg action itself, i.e. if you have to use your hands, ditch it. If it goes, it goes. If it goes, right hand to left heel. Simply gonna press the left heel into the hand. So if I'm nothing else right now, just pressing the heel into the hand and feeling the action of the leg when we do that. As you're pressing the heel into the hand, press the right thigh down. If the foot's on the floor, same thing. Just press heel into hand. On an inhale, we're gonna unwind that. Switch the sides. We've got either your left leg got over and you, you can lean back. You can do anything you like to get the leg over there by itself. Do anything except grab it with your hands and pull. Uh, and that's because that uh, tends to rotate your leg at the knee. We want to be able to get to this by rotating the hip, not the knee joint. Left hand to heel. Press the heel into the hand, hand into the heel. And feel what's going on in the outer left thigh. Crossed, do the same thing just down in front. Cool. And then on an inhale, unwind that. Soles of your feet to the floor. And this was just for fun, the kind of fun that starts with FU. Uh, reach forward. From where we are, pull your abdominals in like you do in cat pose. You're reaching for the front wall. Whatever you got out there, whatever you want that is out there, you're reaching toward. Uh, just like roll back to the sacrum. Keep reaching forward through the arms and very slowly, just evenness of speed and breath. There's no big fall. One piece of your spine at a time down to the mat. Arms at your sides when you get there. Reverse that action into bridge. Tailbone up, sacrum up. Spine peels up one piece at a time you get up. And as you go, you might walk your shoulder blades together underneath you. As you do that, you might clasp your hands. If you clasp your hands, don't stop there. Keep walking until you're sure that the uh, shoulders, the collarbones are spread as wide as, as you go, comfortably with a you know, challenge, but not force. Press arms down, press the head down, press soles of your feet down, the ball of your big toe, connect that to what's going on at your knees, center of each heel, connect to what's going on at your hips, and the ball of the baby toe, connect that up to what's going on in the side body, the underarm, out through, again, the, the pinky fingers pressing down to the floor, that side of the hand pressing down to the floor.
And on an exhale, slowly release down. Supta Baddha Konasana, soles of the feet together, knees out to the sides. Have a breath here. Long, slow breath out. And let your body dissolve out into Shavasana. Just let it sink and spread. And feel your breath move through. That breath acting as a calming, soothing wave. free time here, like freedom outside the, the realm of time. Simply be and feel alive. you're ready to move again. Start with your fingers, your toes. Move to your right side and find your way up to seated. Ground down through your sitting bones, lift up to the very back of your head. So you're being drawn up by gentle hands. Take a moment to feel there's plenty of space for breath in your body. Let's draw our hands together at heart center. Lifting sternum to thumbs. Thumbs to forehead center. And adjoining of body, heart, and mind all here in this space. Thank you all so much for being here. Namaste. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.